This is a Monty moment. I'm Johnny Montabano. As we get you ready for week six, yes, week six of the National Football League season, and it's one that's going to be dominated by injuries. And boy, when I tell you we have injuries that we need to discuss, boy, do we ever. In fact, we need like multiple slides just to go through all of this. So just bear with me, everybody, as I go over the injuries as we get you ready here for week six of the NFL, which all started on Sunday. Uh, obviously, some big names on the injury report as we get you ready for this week, starting with Vikings wide receiver Justin Jefferson, who was put on injured reserve as he got it, as he dealt with a hamstring injury in Sunday's loss to the Chiefs. So that is a big blow there for Minnesota, who was already off to a very rough one and four start, and already the rumblings are out with three weeks to go until the NFL trade deadline on Halloween about one Kirk Cousins, and you know, of course, he's got a no trade clause, so. Might this be a sign that the Vikings are looking to sell Cousins? It's starting to look like it, but of course, again, Cousins has got to waive his no-trade clause. The Vikings will see what they do here. Their next four games, though, are in Chicago, against San Francisco, at Green Bay, and at Atlanta. Now, without arguably the best wide receiver in football, one and three, maybe two and two in that stretch. Uh, You know, it's looking real bad there in Minnesota. Also, Anthony Richardson's name back on the injury report The Colts starting quarterback is dealing with a AC joint sprain that was expected to keep him out for now up to four to eight weeks. They're reporting, and he was put on IR on Wednesday. He suffered his he suffered this injury against the Titans. The initial reports came back negative, but it was in fact an AG an AC joint sprain. Uh, They did sign Kellen Moore to the team's practice. Kellen Mond, excuse me, to the team's practice squad, but Gardner Minshew will take over the starting role there for the Colts. The second time that Richardson's going to be missing some time because of an injury. He had a concussion at the start of the year. And, you know, that was the one risk that we knew about with Richardson when he was taken was the way that he plays, he, that he was prone to injury. Now he's dealing with an injury for the second time. Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey, his, he was dealing with a foot issue. You know, we saw him uh, in the game against the Vikings on Sunday. It looked like it was going to be pretty bad. He went to the locker room and he was able to shake it off and get back on the field. Yes, you knew I wasn't going to go through here without a Taylor Swift pun. They're just too, too easy. But uh, he's dealing with what is being de- uh, described as a low ankle sprain. He did practice in a limited capacity on Tuesday. And, of course, you know, they've got a quick turnaround on Thursday against the Broncos. Devon Ainchi, the stud rookie running back for the Miami Dolphins, got put on IR on Wednesday, he's expected to miss multiple weeks because of a knee injury. Uh, Dolphins have four games before their week 10 bye against Carolina this upcoming Sunday, and then they go to Philly against the Patriots and at Kansas City. So kind of a big deal there, but, you know, the Dolphins are firing on all cylinders right now. He had 151 rushing, rushing yards and a touchdown on 11 carries on Sunday against the Giants. It was his third consecutive game above the 100-yard plateau. Now, they do have Jeff Wilson coming back. They also have Raheem Mostert, who, if you remember, had five touchdowns of his own against the Broncos, and that's 70-20 to win a couple of weeks back. So it's a bummer there for the young rookie, but, you know, is this really going to stop Miami? I don't really think it's going to. And then when they get him back for the second half of the year, it's only going to help that much more. Now, my New York football giants are dealing with a couple of things right now. Daniel Jones obviously left. Uh, he's dealing with a neck issue. He said that he was feeling better on Tuesday, but then we found out from Brian Dable that actually is feeling worse on Wednesday. So it's not, I, I, you know what? I wouldn't throw him out there on Sunday. You know, maybe after the 17th sack that he took in seven games, 
it was almost inevitable that he was going to get hurt because the offensive line cannot protect the poor guy. But it, it's not looking good. And now they're an over two touchdown dog against the Bills on Sunday. We'll get into this a lot more coming up on Football Friday later in the week. Saquon Barkley still dealing with an ankle sprain, but here's what I just don't get about all this. It was originally recorded that he was reported that he was dealing with an ordinary ankle sprain. Then I found out reading reports on Sunday, well, it's a high ankle sprain. Well, wait a second. I was told it was an ordinary sprain. High ankle sprains for running backs are four to six week injuries. So if Sa- so this is now starting to become on the week three, week four front with Saquon. I don't know if we're going to see him out there. Andrew Thomas is still dealing with a hamstring issue. We don't know about his status. We just found out that Darren Waller is also dealing with a, a groin issue. So some big names for the Giants here. And if they have any hope of salvaging anything in this season, you know, need, you need those guys out there. Could be look, We could be looking at Tyrod Taylor against his former squad up there in Buffalo on Sunday night football. And again, I mean, a lot to get into with the Giants that we'll save for the big football Friday show coming up on Friday. Now, there's more to that injury front. We found out that Jets right tackle Elijah Vera Tucker, the team's best and most versatile offensive lineman, will miss the rest of the season. He tore an Achilles tendon, an MRI revealed on Monday. Second straight season and the injury for Vera Tucker, both happening at Empire Field at Mile High. This is a big deal for the Jets because we've heard, we've talked about it also, how they've been dealing, how their offensive line has been this year. And you take their most versatile and their best offensive lineman out going up against a very, very dangerous pass rush defense there for the Eagles come Sunday. Uh, they're going to have to reshape it and reshuffle that offensive line. We already know Dwayne Brown, their left tackles on injured reserve, and he's not eligible to return until week eight against the Giants. So they will play Max Mitchell at right tackle Sunday and maybe go with Billy Turner as a swing tackle option there for the Jets against the Eagles on Sunday. So whatever protection you you had for Zach Wilson, now that's a big blow to the Jets. We'll see how they do against Philadelphia on Sunday. The Bills didn't, did not have a good trip in, in London, did not play well in London, and had a lot of injury problems. Matt Milano was put on IR. It looks like he could be out the rest of the season. They So that's a big deal for Buffalo, who's already been dealing with a lot of injuries in the defense. You know, we know about Tredavious White, who they lost for the season last week to a 20 Achilles. They just got Vaughn Miller back off of IR. This this injury of Milano, though, is a big, big deal. You know, this is the kind of injury that could take the Bills back. And, you know, if this is going to be the case, they better start starting to slug their way through wins. And they've shown that potential they can, but they've also shown some duds, too. We've seen Josh Allen lay a couple of duds here against the Jets to start the year last week in London against the Jaguars. But we've also seen them have some great moments, like against – the Dolphins two weeks back. So the Bills, Jekyll and Hyde right now, but on defense, they're down a bunch of guys. The running back situation continues to be a thing. We found out James Conner, the running back for the Cardinals, who's been a bright spot for that team. He's going on injured reserve due to a knee injury that he suffered in Sunday's loss against the Bengals. So he will be out at least four games. He's generated 468, 60 yards on 38 carries and five touchdowns in four games this season for Arizona. Um, so a big deal there for the Cardinals, who have actually not looked that bad. You know, I was projecting them not to win a single game this year, but they've been in it for the start of the year. The Steelers are on a bye week, but we found out that T.J. Watt, the all-pro defensive player, suffered a dislocated finger and a tor- and possible torn multiple ligaments in Sunday's win over the Ravens. 
but is not expected to miss any time, according to Net- NFL Network insiders Ian Rappaport and Tom Palacero. Rappaport did add that Watt may need surgery after the season, depending on how it feels. And again, the Steelers are on a bye this week, and he's been playing like the best defensive player in football through five weeks. Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson still dealing with his rotator cuff injury. He remains day-to-day, but although the signs are trending more and more that he may not be out there Sunday. Now, the Browns do face the 49ers coming across country on Sunday, but we saw when he was not out there how the Browns quarterback situation was, was, and it was not great. And now you bring arguably the best team in football through five weeks in there on Sunday. If he can't go, may not, not, maybe not looking good at all. And finally, Austin Eckler, the running back, said he was a full participant in practice earlier this week, 99% sure that he will play in, in week six, according to NFL Network's Bridget Condon. Eckler hasn't played since week one due to his ankle injury, but a chance for the Chargers running back to get back out there. They play on Monday night against the Cowboys, who are coming off of one of their worst losses in quite some time. All right, take a deep breath there. Yes, a lot of injuries. We have any updates to them. We will bring them up on our social media accounts, and we will also bring them up during Football Friday coming up this Friday. But there's more to this week. We get you ready for week six in the National Football League. Started with a Thursday night game out in the AFC West with Al Kirk and Kaylee on Amazon Prime Video as the Denver Broncos take on Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, possibly Taylor Swift, and the Kansas City Chiefs out there at Arrowhead, and the Chiefs are a 10.5-point favorite. Look, there's really not much to break down with this game, so let's just make this simple to the point here. You look at this from a betting perspective. Sean Payton and Russell Wilson have yet to cover in five games this season. The Broncos' offense, not really reliable at all. You know, it has stretches, but it also has duds. Their defense has been a dud pretty much the entire season, and you go up against a Chiefs defense, that has not allowed more than 20 points in any game this season. It loves to bring pressure and rattle quarterbacks using its much improved secondary to, to play in man coverage. You know, you pressure you pressure Russell Wilson, who's had it actually been who's actually been all right there for Denver this year. But if you pressure him, that's going to force him to some errors, and the Broncos will just not score at all in this game. Even last season, you know, Denver's defense would at least allow, allow them to cover the number, but that was last season. This year, it's a whole nother story. And even with a non-100% Travis Kelsey, I can just see this Chiefs team going off after back-to-back close wins at the Jets and at the Vikings. You know, I I just see this right now. The Chiefs are going to destroy Broncos country, let's ride here, by at least three scores. So let's take the money as pick one in game one of week number six. So that's how we'll get week six started for you, of course. We will be back on Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific for Football Friday, week number six, where we'll go through all the games starting in London, ending out in L.A. on Monday night, and everything in between. We'll give you bench locks. We'll have some fun with that. We're all coming off of of all of us getting our bench lock for the first time this season, so we will discuss that. And so much more, of course, any updates on the injury front, which is just taking over the league here as we get ready for week six. That'll be coming your way at noon Eastern and 9 a.m. Pacific. Of course, I'll also see you on Thursday as we get you ready for the college slate, a tremendous slate in college football coming up this week. You know, also we've got baseball. The baseball postseason is underway. We've got hockey back. Basketball's not that far away. So we're going to start incorporating a little bit of everything in here to the Monty moment as we get you here into the middle of October and beyond. 
For more, like us on Facebook and Twitter at Game on ETB. You can follow me on Twitter at Montalbano NY as well as on Instagram. Also, check us out on YouTube.com slash ETB Network for, you know, the Monty Moments, for Football Friday, for all of our content, for live breaking news streams, and so much more. If you like all of our content, please leave us a like. If you're new, hit that subscribe button as we are north of 580 subscribers and growing. And, of course, have your notifications set now more than ever so you never miss any of our content. You can also check us out at etbpodcast.com for great blog posts from all of our ETB talent. And if you can't watch us, check us out on the go wherever you get your favorite podcasts. We are there for you as well. So I'll see you on Thursday and Friday for more great content. This has been a Monty Moment, and I'm Johnny Montavano.